Reagan Fox. Reagan Fox. Fox in the city. Fox in the city. F me in the A. And give me a BJ. I don't really know what I'm doing right now. I have a I have a lavalier microphone on. My friend Madge used to do stuff on a lavalier microphone, and I didn't know what that meant. But now I do. It's a wireless lavalier microphone. It has a little bit of feedback, which is not great. But what are you what are you going to do? It costs forty dollars. You can't get anything for forty dollars. Not a Nays True Blend. Not a pearl in a shuck with a Michael Kors bag. You can't. Can't get anything for forty dollars anymore. But I got this. I got this for forty dollars. So I got it because I I want to. I'm doing a um, one person show. I've been very busy with it. It's called Inside Tales from Inside a Child Eating Vagina, a me musical. Because it's like a musical about me. Get it? So really, I don't. I, I just wanted to test this out. But I also did want to tell you that I have some jokes and some bits and stuff some sugary bits that I want to share in a Christmas special of me podcast, Fox in the City. I think the last time I did one of those was quite a while ago. But sometimes the creative energies, they build up and things need to be shared. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm looking at my little bow right now, my my little bow cake, my little bow friend. Oh, boy. What do we have? I think I'm just going to do kind of a magi episode. A magi episode of this. A precursor to the sperm. The ejaculate that is to come in the form of uh, my regular, slickly produced podcast, Fox in the City. Aren't you all so lucky to listen to it? You are. You know, I uh, my latest thing now is I I was in the house into the housewives for such a long time, but I'm bored with the housewives. I'm not into them anymore. Blase to me now. I'll watch them if in the background or if I'm eating a turkey and jerky sandwich. That's what I'll do. But I'm otherwise not into them. You know what? I'm gonna get real magic right now. I'm gonna wash this pot. The cellophane, or however you say it, how do you say this? Cal, calphalone, calphalone, whatever. I'm going to wash it while I talk to you. What was I saying? God, this is very Madge. Now I understand why Madge is so stream of consciousness, because when you multitask as you podcast, you really can't pay attention to anything of consequence. That's just the truth of the matter. I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to dig on Madge. It's just true. Oh, yeah. So what I was saying is I'm not too into the housewives anymore. I'm very into these Facebook Live videos where you have just garbage people trying to sell you stuff all of the time and begging for money. It's really not unlike Yeast Radio, except on Yeast Radio, all they do is beg for money. That would be the only difference. They don't sell you a product. I mean, content, I guess. But I'm very into it. I'm very into this woman named Shanae Wynese Cross. She is everything to me. She is the. Uh, she's always on her live, on her Facebook live. I do the occasional Facebook live video, but I have fewer than 200 friends on Facebook. She, I mean, it's just always on there. But I watch. I'm fascinated. 
I'm fascinated by her. What was the point to all of this? Oh, yeah, so I get on, and I go into the East Radio Inner Circle every day. I mean, that's really my CNN. My kook news network, so I can see what all the weirdo uh, people that we follow in that group, what they're up to. And my expensive pot is it's done. See, now that's done. Now I don't have to worry about it the following day. All the pressure is off tomorrow because that is done. Um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought again. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they were watching the debate on East Radio um, in, in the inner circle today. And I don't like it when they do that. I don't like it when people, like East Radio is kind of like my place. They have a secret group called the inner circle. I shouldn't tell you about it because it's a secret. But I enjoy that group because it's escapism for me, right? Like everywhere you turn, you have to like hear about politics and the impeachment and like all of this other stuff. And it's just like, I'm, I'm not, I need an escape from that. We all need an escape from that. And it's not that I don't care about those things. I do care about those things. I just don't need to hear about them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Is that just asking too much? So I go on and they're watching the impeachment trials, which I was like, why, why are we watching this? And they're like, well, we have to care. If we don't care, and then they try to politic shame you, as so many people do when you say, you know, can we not talk about the fucking impeachment during Thanksgiving? Is that asking too much? Do we have to talk about it as you hand me turkey legs? Can we just have a moment of peace? And uh, my point, and I do have one, is that once it's, I guess it's at the Judiciary Committee or whatever right now. I know I sound hypocritical because I'm like, let's not talk about it. And now I'm talking about it. Uh, I had to buy a projector for this performance. I'm, I'm taking it out of the box right now. I apologize for multitasking, for being a madge. I'm sure none of this is successfully recording on my lavalier microphone. Oh, okay, this is nice. This is cute. I'm not going to try it out tonight. I'm going to try it out tomorrow. I have to. They don't furnish you with a projector at this um, performance festival where I'm doing my one-person show. I had to buy my own. I even had to buy my own 20-foot um, cord, extension cord. I mean, they don't fuck around here. They're like, consumerism, buy shit if you want to perform. That's almost sounded like Moira Rose. Buy shit. Oh, no, no, no. David, buy shit if you want to perform with the baby. Oh, yeah, so the thing with the politics thing is, like, once it's at the... I care if there are new facts in the case, if there's new evidence, if there's something like that. But if it's just politicians putting their spin on it, on why these are, in fact, impeachable defenses, you know, it, it just... It's like a tennis match at that point where you have a Republican senator come up and say, you know who's guilty here? It's the Democrats. The Democrats are the one 
sullying the process and being unconstitutional, and then a Democrat comes up and says, no, it's the president who put us in this position, and I'm going to make this real easy for you. And then a Republican comes up and he's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're the one who's lawless and awful and trying to change, they all have their talking points, trying to change the results of an election where you didn't like the results. And, which is all both sides do all the time, no matter what. So, uh, I mean, to me, it's just, it's ridiculous, right? And so I said, why is this interesting to watch? This is not new. This is fake news. This is nothing but spin. Both sides have heard the facts. And it, it, to me, it's irrefutable. I mean, if you're just kind of a facts-based person, you have to look at it and go, okay, what he did was a complete abuse of power. A complete abuse of power. But So I've made up my mind. I think the American public has made up their mind. And, and anybody who doesn't have any critical thinking skills is just going to kind of go with the party line, right? And you're not going to be able to convince them. It wouldn't matter if you had... Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But nothing you're going to do is going to convince them. So what is the point in all that? Like, I don't care about the political theatrics of it. I don't, I don't find that interesting. And you hear these, these, uh, these uh, Congress people, like this congressman, this Republican congressman. You, you could see it just in the way that he was, you know, he, in the his body language and the tone of his voice. He was defending the president, right? But he was doing it in a way that it was so clear to me that he knew what he was saying was bullshit and it was painful to watch. It was just painful to watch. And I'm just not into it. I'm not into those histrionics. And politics are just, that's boring. I mean, if the housewives are boring, politics, now that's really boring. But the difference is, is that everybody's life does get significantly impacted by the results of an election compared to nothing really happens in my life on a material level when there's a big fight at a Real Housewives reunion, right? So I get why people get, um, I get why people get worked up. I don't quite understand why people uh, in the middle class as if that existed anymore, because it certainly doesn't. By all counts, I should I qualify as middle class. I, I earn a good income. I earn six figures. I don't want to brag, but I do. But I've worked for that. I've worked my way up. I worked my way up that triple pole. There's a snail trail of fluids just flowing down the pole from how hard I worked up, uh, up that pole. And so I'm, I'm proud of that. But my point is, is that with a, my profession, I'm a professor, fully promoted all the way up. And by all counts, I qualify as somebody who should be in the middle class, even really upper middle class. I live in a, guess what? I live in a one bedroom apartment where my only amenity is subterranean parking. Oh, and I have a wall unit, AC, um, stuck into my wall. But every time I take my dog out for a walk, there are homeless people all over the place, all over, like I share. It's like um, Little Shop of Horrors, and I'm Audrey, not Audrey 2. I'm not the plant. I'm the blonde singing somewhere the screen. Okay? That's what I'm trying to say to all of you right now. And that is what middle class is in the United States. 
right now. So what I'm saying to you is that there is no middle class. There are the people who have an extraordinary amount of wealth and then people who have nothing, right? Not, I'm not going to say I have nothing, but I don't have much. And there are people who are the, ext- there's, there's the extreme wealthy, then there's the poor, and then there's the extreme poor. There's no middle class. What used to be the middle class is now the poor, right? And then poverty, extreme poverty is there. That's the three levels. And um, yeah, I forgot what my point was there. And I'm, I'm at that age, you know, I'm 43 now. And I, it used to be where if I was saying something and I forgot what I was saying, I would get really wound up and be like, oh, no, I have to remember what I was saying. But now I'm okay just letting it go. I'm okay letting it go. So the point of all of this was simply to say, um, I'm scratching the shaft of my penis right now. I'm sorry. I should. That was probably too much information, but I live my life in too much information. The point of this is to say that I am going to be doing a Christmas special of Hawks in the City with all of my clips and all of my bells and whistles and commentary and jokes I've been practicing to share with you and improvisation and all of that stuff. Um, the semester just ended for me, so I still have some papers to grade. You're going to have to give me a hot minute. It might actually go from being a Christmas special to a New Year's special. I don't know. We're going to have to see. I don't like to force these things, right? I like, to, I like things to happen more organically. I live in California. Things have to happen organically. Do you know what I mean? Do you like it when I say organic? Do you like it when I go into Whole Foods and I buy organic things? Excuse me, are these bananas organic? Okay. Can you point me in the direction of the other organic fruits? Do you have any vegan meats or vegan milk? No, I prefer vegan meat made out of animals. Do you have any vegan meat that is organic um, that is rubbed with essential oils and CBD oils because I've been getting headaches and I heard that CBD is really good for headaches. Okay. I love how everything, by the way, speaking of um, Whole Foods, because I live right across the street from a Whole Foods, so if I'm in a pickle and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just need to get something and I want to get something fast, I just walk across the street, boom, there I'm. But even then, even with it being directly across the street, I see all these people like fighting. It's like Hunger Games for parking at the Whole Foods on Santa Monica Boulevard. And I'm like, I mean, they go crazy, you know? Road rage, murders, suicides. It's like the beginning of the omen where they say, it's all for you. It's all for you, Whole Foods. And then they jump off the Whole Foods and they hang themselves. <laughs> no, but the, the, the irony is that here I live a half a block away, not even a block away. I'm probably giving too much information about where I live, but whatever. I, I could use a stalker, okay? I could use a stalker. So um, 
I mean, people say that I could use a stalker, but they really only want a stalker who's really good looking. And really what they're saying is that I want to have sex with one of the Instagram model bodybuilders that I follow who doesn't know that I exist, but I want in my fantasy him to be my stalker. Because anybody who would actually be my stalker, I'm sure I would not want as my stalker. It's kind of like rape fantasies. Margaret Atwood, who's a brilliant author, has this uh, short story called Rape Fantasies, and it's about a woman in a tub, and she's describing her rape fantasies. And I remember when I was younger, I, I liked the idea of being brutalized by the same boys who were, like, beating me up and calling me names in school because I thought, oh, like, that's so masculine and, like, you're hitting me and then you're pushing me on the ground and you're like, you know what, you're such a little faggot, you're going to take it. And I'm like, yes, I knew it was going to end up this way. That was my Disney fairy tale. That was, like, my version of The Little Mermaid. I was like The Little Mermaid, except I wanted to go to Ursula the Sea Witch and be like... I don't, like, I have legs. Give me a vagina, please. You can take my voice. That's fine. But it's the only way I can get with Prince Eric from the football team. Oh, gee, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought again. So I had to work backwards. So I was, I wanted a vagina. I was a kid, brutalized. Um, oh, well, it's gone. It's gone. I remember I was talking about Whole Foods. Oh, the point that I initially wanted to make with Whole Foods is that, remember when you would play the game Monopoly? This is connected, I promise. And But if I lose my train of thought, remember it comes back to Monopoly. And how, like, the whole idea of Monopoly is nobody's supposed to own too much of anything because if one person playing the game owns too much of everything, then they end up being the only one who gets to survive, right? And that's supposed to be a lesson about economics, Okay, and so growing up, I was told journalists should not inject themselves into the story. Well, those days are gone. I was told that monopolies should be broken up by the government because that's kind of a check and balance of capitalism. But then I go into Whole Foods and it's now owned by Amazon, by that Jeff Bezos guy. Right. So what do these things have to do with one another? It's just like, again, the mega wealthy just accumulating more wealth, more and more and more and more wealth. And that's the point that I was trying to make. So um, let me see how long I was, how long I've been ranting for. This is me just literally, like normally when I do an episode of Fox, 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 fucks in the city it's like reminds me of the office where michael scott is trying to convince jenny's like that he's like accepting of gay people he's like i watch will and grace i watch queer as fuck and she, she says that's not what it's called um so normally when i do an episode of fox in the city uh, who cares nobody cares about like the behind the scenes thing i always think that's interesting but it's not. It's not interesting to you. I know it's not. I have all these, like, different technologies in my apartment right now. I have a ring light for when I do videos. I, I have all this stuff. I just got a gimbal. A gimbal's one of those things where you put your camera into it, and that way it, it's smooth when you record, because when I do my one-person show in Austin, 
in January. I, I want to have smooth recording. I like a smooth recording. Don't you like a smooth recording? I like it when it's real smooth. I got it all smooth for you, Daddy. Do you want to feel? Do you want to feel how smooth it is? Yeah. You like that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. You like that. You like that. I guess the point that I was going to make... <laughs> I love how I've had like a zillion points right now. It probably sounds like I'm on crystal meth right now. I'm not. I haven't done drugs in a gazillion years. Um, I have too much anxiety. I can't even smoke pot. Like I'm not allowed to do anything except I drink once a week. But going back to the point that I was making before about like how I normally do my podcast to this, which is much more magic, is um, – this is like nothing is pre-planned here. I, like this is literally, literally, my head is like literally explaining right now. This is me just totally going off the dome. And, and I had no intent of speaking for 20 minutes, which I've now been speaking for 20 minutes. I just thought I'm, I want to test out this lavalier microphone to see if it could potentially work for my performance. I just want to see. I just want to see. Jesus. So now I'll have an idea. But I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind doing something like this. I never thought when I first started podcasting and I would listen to Wanda Wisdom and Madge Weinstein. We all came up at the same time. I mean, they were maybe just like a hair before me. But... I would listen to them and do these stream of consciousness things. Like I remember Wanda being on her stoop, her stoop, just talking about, this is my life in Minneapolis and I'm a drag queen and I'm in AA, I'm in recovery and let's walk, let's walk together. And she would walk and you could hear the crunch, 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 crunch of the snow under her boots. I, I I wrote about it in my doctoral dissertation, which is all about gay podcasters. And then I would listen to Madge, and she would go to Camp David, and not David, what was the camp? Camp Casey, the one in Austin during all the Iraq War protests. And and she would be in her hotel room, and she'd just speaking whatever on her mind, and I'd think, God, I can't do that. I would have too many ums. I'd have to stop and think about what I was going to say, because I, there would be so much pressure to say something clever rather than just go where the wind takes me. And that is an interesting thing about middle age. I am so unconcerned (laughs) with impressing people now. This is who I am. You like me or you don't. And if you like me, great. Let's see if I like you. But if you don't, then, you know, fuck it. Then they're, you know, we, we, We don't have a relationship. You're nothing to me. You're nothing to me, Jeff Bezos. Okay, I think I'm going to wrap things up. No, I don't think. That's too tentative. I am embracing my feminine side more, but I don't want to have tentative speech. It's not that I think I'm going to wrap up. I am wrapping up. But expect a slickly produced episode from me. And if you like what you hear... Today, with this free form, me just diarrhea of the mouth, 
Sarah Palin word salad style, Madge Weinstein doing her dishes, Wanda Wisdom fingering herself on the stoop of her apartment, stream of consciousness, blah, blah, blah show, then go on to Facebook and let me know. Go on to the Fox in the City group and say, Reagan, I, I, this is crazy because you just talked in circles and you were just really unlistenable, but there was something very listenable about it as well. And I, would, I wouldn't mind hearing that from time to time if it meant you were doing a show more often. But if I don't hear from anybody, then f- not fuck you, but I mean, in a way, fuck you. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything like this again. What I'm saying is I wouldn't mind doing something like this if there was, um, if people thought it was interesting. And if you don't think it's interesting, then don't say anything, and then I'll, say, I'll get the message. It's kind of like I gave a guy my phone number the other day. Like, I forced it into his phone. And I was like, I want you to have my phone number. And this is... Nearly two weeks ago, he hasn't called. And so I get it. Like, I get it. And I'm not offended by it. Like, I'm not like, you dick. You're not in love with me. I put my number in your phone. So if, if you don't have anything to say, if you're, like, ambivalent about this, then I'll know. That sends a message. And I'm not hurt by it. I have other ways to spend my time. I have other ways that I can be productive. And I am doing them. So thank you all very much for listening. And that, that's a wrap. And those two bitches that left... They better learn to sell pussy in Iceland because if I ever see them again, I'm going to cut their fucking throats.